Hey everyone, it's the second episode of the day. Welcome to the intro. It's a longer episode, but no, it's not like the one you just listened to. It's not like that one. It's not. You have to give it a chance. Well, it is in the beginning, so yeah. It, well, it's always going to be in the beginning. Give it a chance. I think in the second and third segments is when I come around. It's always in the third segment anyway. But at the end, if you are having any difficulties seeing distance or seeing near lately, or if you're having any sensitivity towards light with your eyes, um, I talk about Trivex lenses. I talk about high index. I talk about polycarbonate. I talk about CR39. I talk about ultraviolet. What the fuck is this? I just do. I know. I know. It's in the afternoon. The air's on. Should I turn? I don't want to turn the air. Yeah, I'll turn it off. All right, I'll turn it off. No, the studio's trashed right now. I don't know. Whatever. But believe it or <clears throat> believe it or not, today the freaking kid. I mean, you could still hear him screaming out there for a good a good part of the day. But he was out there screaming for sure. That's. That's that's just how it goes. Yeah, see. So yes, y'all. There's he's he's still screaming, but like a, the majority of the day he was not. I've heard that kid screaming from usually it's right around eight thirty. It must have been twelve hours. It was twelve hours straight. They, he, I don't know what they do in the alley over here. I don't know what the route, the bikes that they ride and stuff. I don't know where they're going. But for 12 hours, he's just like... You could hear him off the walls, echoing off the walls. But today, the majority of the day today, it was like actually peace and quiet for once. I'm probably going to walk to the store or something. Get some beer, some more beer. Uh, I wrote to the Better Business Bureau. I'm really, fo- really looking forward to having an exchange, a back and forth exchange with eBay about that. Yeah, it's still going at it. It's like cereal. It's like the podcast cereal. Just get used to it, okay? If you don't like it, just change the channel. Just change. Don't, don't listen to it. Listen to it different. Go listen to Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson. If you can't ha- handle this kind of highbrow intellectual conversation about writing to the Better Business Bureau, then go listen to Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. All right. I'm busy doing important things over here. You know, I'll probably get going here pretty soon. I mean, I still even have a freaking car. Just, here's some money. Okay, I'll see you later. I'll see you on Monday. Sucks, man. But, you know what? I'm really not that upset about that. Because it's, I'm I'm getting used to it. I'm getting more used to, like, the disappointment as it comes in. It's like, all right, all right. I'm just getting kicked when I'm down again. No, but if there is an exchange between me and the Better Business Bureau and uh, eBay, then, hey, that's going to be a fun exchange because of, oh, uh, you know, I do understand your concern. I'm like, yeah, I don't accept that. I don't accept their apology. I never will. I told them that many, multiple times in their stupid little chats. I said, I will not accept an apology. I never will. (laughs) You guys, you guys made a big mistake here with what you've done. And you made a friend for life. For life. A lifelong friend. Oh, they've... <clears throat> Dang it, I'm choking. <clears throat> I'm choking on... I was eating some popcorn. 
No, it's like you made a lifelong friend. I'm going to be a vocal opponent for your stupid company because it's irresponsible and you guys are stealing from people. That's it. It doesn't matter if I get paid. It doesn't matter if I get any extra or whatever. It doesn't matter. Unless I'm specifically told to by a judge to leave eBay alone. You're going to stop mailing them letters. You're going to stop doing that. You're going to stop with the podcast. Like, fine, fine. All right, judge, I can do that. All right, your honor. Until then, though, yeah, a friend for life. I will always tell people, don't use eBay. It's an unsafe marketplace. It's not safe. Even in the Better Business Bureau complaint, I brought up the six in Boston. So I don't know what's going on in eBay. You want me to read it? <clears throat> Dear sir or madam, no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to read it. I don't want to read it. That's private. Well, just, I said, I don't know what's going on over there, but they're stealing from people, and I'm missing important things in my life. I don't have a car, it cost me this. I sent them the invoice, I took a picture of the invoice for the, to get it out of the freaking impound. Three, it's 380, I think it was, fee. <clears throat> yeah, I don't care, whatever. It's money, man, I'll, I'll get it back. Somehow it's, <clears throat> is that kid going at it now? I had to say something, didn't I? I had to jinx it, didn't I? The cool thing is though, the one good thing about well, one thing I've noticed, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but one observation regarding the screaming is, I guess I got an email from someone, like a new, uh, like, property manager or something. Like, you know, just my name, and be, be in touch. And so that was in the beginning of June here. And like, yeah, it's like the first weekend. I was like, all right, I can actually freaking hear myself think of it. Freaking screaming for 12 hours. But I wanted to make sure to bring up uh, the six executives in Boston in my Better Business Bureau complaint because I think that's important to recognize as far as like the lack of leadership, the corruption. But yeah, just a few, a few years ago, you know, like it's been completely hijacked or something. It's not, they're not doing good things over there. They're just not, period. There's no gray area. There's no, well, maybe some are good, some are bad. It's just like, it's a corrupt company and they're stealing money, that's it. And so, there he goes. They have it. Anyway, it's just the same podcast over and over. Just put on repeat. It's the same thing. <laughs> over and over. It's been a weird Saturday. I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's the afternoon now. As you're aware. And... I think it's, it is past five o'clock. Oh, six, it's, yeah, it's well past six o'clock local time. Well past five o'clock, well past. And the, and the mountains are blue. That means it's as cold as the Rockies. Well, look, I don't mess around with stuff like that. If I say I'm not going to accept an apology when you're trying to do whatever, or not even, I don't even think they were really trying to apologize when I said I'm not going to accept an apology. I could just, I was like, yeah, this is going to really piss me off for, like, life. So, you guys made a big mistake. And I'm not going to accept an apology. <laughs> I'm going to hate you forever. Unless I'm ordered, specifically in a court order, leave eBay alone. But either way, I'll still vocally express my opinion about him. If, if I can't, uh, via podcast, fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Every time. They're not going to get past August anyway, so it doesn't matter. 
If they do, fine, great. They're not gonna make it past October. Now that company's done, man. You can't, they're patching stuff up. It's pretty obvious what they're doing. Like, it's a Ponzi scheme. I've, I just got the, the whole podcast before this. Long, detailed, <laughs> long, very long-winded. Very erratic, right? No, I don't care. Who cares? It's just another episode. It's it's just another monetized episode, you guys. Calm down. Calm down. I did put that video together, but when when recording the typing, my very fast typing, (laughs) yeah, uh, I had to, I was kind of experimenting with the font size, and I I, I used a, a smaller font size, like a significantly smaller font. I was like, dang it, I used the wrong one, didn't I? Like, yeah, it would have looked better with a bigger font. And I was like, dang it, we gotta do it again. Like, yeah, you do. Dang it. <laughs> I can do it again. I can. I was just, I was like, I don't wanna do this anymore. <laughs> I turned the computer off. I think I was just kind of like looking at food, looking at food and premium pants. I almost, I almost bought. I go. I don't know. I can't help it though. I see these pants and they're on sale, and I was like, I have to buy them. I have to buy them. I have no choice. I have to buy them. And then I'll I'll put the phone down, and then it's like, ten or fifteen minutes later, I was like, what was I thinking? I don't need a. I don't need any more pants. I don't. I have enough to where I can like go cycle through them for a while without having to wash them all. I have to do laundry probably tonight or tomorrow, but yeah. So you don't need more. But that was distracting for a while. Um, I watched some cooking show. I watched also something about is it pa- Pakistan. No, I, <clears throat> I'm, I am more relieved today. Just knowing like, okay, this is the technique. This is what they're doing. This is how it works. This is how everything is put together. I was like, okay, good. It's, it's not a, a mystery or anything when the time comes the time comes but it's it's comforting now and it's not so much uh i don't know like what if this or what if that what if this or what if it's this or what if it's like okay cool we're good but one thing i had not been really keen on or even considered was like youtube plants our our youtube like uh marketers on YouTube and I started looking at all like the logos and stuff I put some responses to cover art but we're not even done with this podcast yet you know we're just trying to get ahead um what do you guys want to talk about now now I'm done talking about eBay forever you guys want to get weird you guys want to get drunk well we can't get drunk I don't have enough beer how much beer do I have uh this is not the last beer, okay? This is not the last beer, is it? Oh, you're kidding me. Well, yeah, we're gonna walk to the store. <clears throat> no, no, it's not. Okay, good. No, it, I, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's been, well, it's been a relatively kind of quiet kind of day. And it's, it's like minutes after I say that, and I'm like, damn it, man. Why did I say that? But you have to have someone sort of like shepherding this kid. They've let him run rampant for way too long. The screams, he just got, it turned into a habit. And now he's just screaming 
he's a, they're feral children, man. That's what he is. And I only hate a few things. But that kid is, I don't know when it happened with Davos, I was like, I, I hate that kid. I don't know when it happened, but I hate that kid. I don't even really know what, like, they all look the same out there. I freaking hate him though. You know, I kind of was randomly watching a YouTube video, YouTube channel. It was kind of a cooking, right? But it was like just someone's channel. It wasn't, what's his name, Emerald? Whatever his name was, bam. You would put garlic and stuff from that guy. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. Late 90s. And I was just kind of going on autoplay. And the next couple videos came in. It was like, okay, we're going to go to the market with my boyfriend. And I was like, oh. Your boyfriend, okay. He's like, change this freaking YouTube channel. But I didn't. And we're, it was, I was watching it. And there was something like just like upsetting to me. You know? I don't know. I'm so jealous. Well, I, I mean, I was, I was, I guess I was kind of jealous, but I was, it wasn't of him and her. It was like a jealousy of, it's like a jealousy of, I, I want to be there. I want to be wherever they are. I want to be walking around holding hands. Yeah, I know. I, I want to be walking around holding hands. I want to go to the market. Like they're going to, like they were, and they're cooking food and stuff. I'm going to get ingredients. We're going to walk to the market. But the thing is, I think they were getting like kind of, they might've been getting a little frisky on cameras slightly not like gross no but it was just i don't know just like uh playful it was like yeah playful stuff and i was like yeah that would be cool on a day like today i think that's what i was jealous of because it's been a while <laughs> i mean since it's been a while for sure since i've been like oh like, i feel comfortable going to the store with you and like i don't know it's been a long time to be honest, I don't really have much, like, too much of a desire, but that particular video, I was like, that looks nice. It was the setting, too, and the location, the geographic location. It remind, reminded me of a place, and I was thinking, oh, I know someone that kind of lives, or someone lives in a place that looks like that. And I was like, let me check my phone and see if I have any messages from them. <clears throat> and I had none. And I just did the thing where I go, okay, well, I guess I'll just sit here alone. No, I don't mind it. It's pretty convenient to be alone. No, I'm just a sucker for premium jeans. For premium jeans that are on sale. Like, at really, really cut-rate prices. Rock-bottom prices. I, I can't say no. I can't. Uh, let's see. Things to talk about. Things to talk about. Besides me, like, lamenting on my lack of romantic relationships recently. Right? No, I can talk about something. So I got a picture from someone down in Arizona today. They sent, they text me a picture. And they're like, do you know what this is? They're in their garage and they're trying to figure something out. And I was like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Maybe I should use that. I'll use that as a cover art instead. Instead of like some message of the Better Business Bureau, freaking boring cover art. No, it's, it was this big red stoplight from a traffic signal, traffic light. Yeah, like a, a big intersection traffic light in uh, Mesa, Arizona. It's a traffic light from Southern and Lindsay. Yes, it's Southern and Lindsay. Story time, kids. Where's the beer at? Here, well, yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Gather around, children. Bling 
had something important to say. He's a, he's a real fun, important story. <clears throat> but stay, keep your distance, kids. You guys got a lot of germs. Stay away. And kids always have like, I don't know, sugar on their face or something. I don't know, dirt and sugar. So this this big red stoplight. What's the story behind the third bling? What's it doing in the freaking garage? And what are we gonna do with it? I said, well, I'm gonna save those pictures. You're more than welcome to throw that away. <laughs> like, okay, well. Uh, but what it, what it was, what it's from, is Lindsay and Southern. And what had happened, it was in the middle of the summer. It must have been 2000. I think it was, I'm pretty sure. It was the summer of 2000. And it was in Arizona and there was a monsoon. There was like a freak monsoon and it was like a microburst. And I've talked about this on this podcast before. And microburst in Arizona is, well, anywhere, it's like this tornado basically it's like a quick tornado and it can do some serious damage i mean it's tornado caliber damage on some shit but it doesn't last long and it doesn't go very far but for like a couple minutes 10 minutes probably at the most but or maybe even up to like 25 or 30 minutes even but not usually it's very quick but it's like very violent and we had been skating like the whole day skating the whole day skating the whole night and it started to rain pretty heavy at the skate park and it was really kind of one of the only times where i can remember seeing like water gushing over the the transitions or the bowls and stuff like it, it was like a water slide on some of those transitions some of the things and this is at, what, was it Reed Park? I think it's called Reed Park on Broadway and Mesa Drive, is it? Or Broadway and Stapley? Yeah, I think it's Broadway and Stapley. No, I've seen some skaters get into fights with park rangers over there. I once saw a park ranger mace himself in the face. I had it on camera, I think. And someone's like, hey, can, can I get that video of that park ranger in the fight with the park ranger? because I think they're gonna to go to court. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know what video I I don't have it. And I was like, dude, you're not using, I'm not getting involved in that shit. I don't know, I don't have any cat. I don't have any video of it. I guess the camera ran out of batteries. But it was raining so hard that, that the water's like shooting over the side of, of these transit, these like steep transitions. And it's usual, the usual scene over there and everyone's doing power slides and stuff in, in the rain. Um, I didn't like getting my bearings wet, so I'm gonna go put my board in the car and then come run back out with like, yeah, and play in the rain with my jeans on and slide down the things and stuff. <clears throat> and so we we're doing that for a minute. And then it's like, it was raining too much and it was getting a little too stormy. And this kid, he was, he was like, um, he was pretty young and I'd never given him a ride home before. But since it was raining and it was all like, Stormy. We we I don't even know if it's a real name, but we all call him Tommy. So, so it's me and this kid Stuart and this guy this other kid like an actual kid Tommy. He must have been like twelve, I think. <clears throat> but he was cool. Whatever, he's all right. Like he could skate. He knew who I was, and yeah. Anyway, I, I'm bringing him up because 
when we're driving home, I think I was taking Stuart home first, and we're at Lindsay and Southern, and then all of a sudden, it started to get like really heavy. The, the weather got really bad, it was really heavy, you couldn't see anything, <clears throat> and it was a red light and we're just stopped there, and we're going, what, east? And I was thinking to myself, man, I don't think I've ever seen like, it's, it's, this is pretty heavy, man. And then there was just a couple of like flashes and bangs. So we're parked there and then there's like a flash and a bang. And I could see sparks from in front of me, the, the uh, street light, the traffic signal in front of me. There's like sparks and stuff. Our ears are ringing. And we're like, what the hell? Like you see orange flashes and stuff. And like, we know it's lightning and thunder, but it really threw us off for a second there. So we're parked. And then all of a sudden, it's like I could hear like wires on top of the car or something on top of the car. And I was just thinking, I was like, how glanced over, like, what if one of those giant power poles like falls down on top of the car here? It's like we're gonna get smashed. So I had to do some quick thinking. I, I had to do some, I had to get into action, spring into action, I had to jump into action, I had to jump out at the right moment. If I put it in drive real quick or just took my foot off the gas, we're just parked there with red light. So I didn't have to put it in drive. It was just like, yeah, let's go. And so I wanted to make sure I was in the middle of the intersection or at least kind of threw it in toward the middle of it to make sure we didn't get smashed by a power, power pole. And the power lines were like everywhere. <laughs> it's like this high voltage thing. And what had happened was lightning hit either one of the power poles or the traffic light and the traffic light fell down or the power pole fell on top of the traffic i don't know something happened with traffic power poles are like all down along the street the traffic signals like smashed down on the ground and i was just thinking like i don't know if i dodged one of the poles falling on the car and i'm gonna try and pretend like oh we just I might, it's a good thing i put it in drive I don't know, I heard wires on top of the car, I'm pretty sure though. I was like, I, let's get it in the middle because I don't want to be next to one of these huge poles if they're falling over. Because those microbursts can really do some damage. And as like a Cal or Arizona boy, it's like, yeah, I know. I've seen this damage before. It's isolated in, in one spot, but it can do some serious damage. Luckily, luckily we all ended up being just fine. There's nothing to really worry about. I think my yeah, I always, I'm so smart, you know? I, I get out of the car, like in the water, and there's like power lines. That's like the one thing you're not supposed to do because your cars are, the, the tires on your car, car's tires, uh, it's grounded because of the rubber and stuff. It's just the safest to stay in your car. And I'm over here like walking in water and power lines are, <laughs> but I was like, hey, is everyone right here? Like checking on other cars and stuff. Going over to him, just like kind of waving, hey, we're good in here. <laughs> Only to realize, I think it, it's like the most dangerous thing you can do if that in that situation is open your door or something. So, my fault, don't ever open your door, get out of your car. If power lines and there's rain and stuff, just don't do it, just wait. So, this kid in the back, Tommy, and he's cool, he's cool. I was like, what, six years older than him, so it's not like we weren't babysitting. Just, it was raining and he's like, can I get a ride? Like, yeah, jump in. And so he's freaked out. Fucking kid, man.
that fucking kid. He mean, the problem is, is there's no like immediate punishment. There needs to be some capital punishment here. It needs to be immediate. He squeals, you freaking you take him out. Freaking kid is just yelling though, constantly. And it's, un it's not appropriate. It's unacceptable all freaking day long. Because I remember a time not too long ago where it was like multiple children, those children, that litter of children, they would like scream at each other and they'd try and take it up higher than the other. And mom's just sitting there talking like, oh yeah, it's freaking kids are just annoying as hell. So Tommy's freaked out in the back. Stuart's like, what the hell happened? And I'm just like, man, I don't know how, I hope we're going Hope you can drive out of here. It'll be okay. But we're right there next to the traffic light that had just smashed on the ground. And so I'm, my, yeah, as smart as I am, I'm like walking around this high voltage in the water, getting out of the safest place possible and trying to put myself in harm's way. Going out of my way to put myself in danger. Reckless. And that's how I was as a teenage boy. Oh, here we go. I look, I look on the ground, and what's, what is lying at, before me? What is lying on the ground before me? And it's like, that's a, that's a red light, man. That's a giant freaking traffic signal. That's what the traffic signal looks like. In up close, it's a lot bigger than you think, man. It's a lot bigger than you think. Like, in this picture that they sent me, uh, as a cover art, it's not going to be the better business, <laughs> It's gonna be the cover art. You guys are gonna see exactly what I'm gonna talk. You guys are already gonna know because you guys saw it. And now I'm talking about it. You're like, oh, okay. Put it all together. That's what it's like when you're from the future. Yeah, try dealing with that all the time. That's a freaking yeah mind game for sure. So, like, no one's gonna believe us, right? No one's gonna believe this story. So I, I grab the I grab the traffic light and I was like, yeah, I think we, I think I can move, maneuver around these high voltage wire with the car. We can get get the hell out of here so I do that I, I take the traffic light and I throw it in the car I maneuver around the wires and but I had to go the opposite direction because it was all the power lines in front of us towards Stewart's house they were all just all of them like down at least like three or four of them straight in front of us and really we did kind of narrowly miss it was a good thing that I sprang into action when I did I think I saved our lives a good thing I sprang into action, yeah. <laughs> In a split second, and that car would have smashed. So yeah, I had to do the right thing. I was thinking quick. I had to. Oh, the, yeah, okay, this wasn't the last beer. So, we're going the opposite direction now. The road's all closed, and I'm kind of meandering through the, the side streets, and we're, we're coming up by the Target that used to be there. I don't know if it's there anymore. We're on Gilbert and Southern now. I think at that time, Burger King, there was a Target, there was a Burger King. Um, what else was over there? There was a Blimpy, I think. There was a Dunkin' Donuts in the other corner. But at that time, the Burger King back then, you could get a hamburger for 25 cents. And you could get a cheeseburger for 50 cents. Actually, there was a double cheeseburger for 50 cents. But that's cheap, dude. And you could, you could walk over there with like four quarters, dude, and get set up. There's also this place over there called, on Stapley and Broadway, called M&M Food Mart. And there were, 32 ounces were 50 cents. And there's a star from Cups. Anyway, everyone had them. It was a good time. But yeah, that was memories past. So what I'm trying to do is get us to safety. 
we pop out over on like Southern and Gilbert next to the Target and the Burger King. And I was looking at those 50 cent double cheeseburgers. And I was like, yeah, well, the power was out. So we couldn't do that. But during the melee, during all the chaos and pandemonium, the hysteria, I see the, the, the journalist, the news anchor. There he is. It's none other than Steve Kraft. Local local newsman Steve Steve Kraft for Arizona. Uh, I forget. I don't know. It, I I think it's Fox, but was it Fox Ten? I think it's Fox Ten. I can't say for sure. And we're I'm trying to get these people home safely. I'm trying to get Tommy home safely. And I see the news car. I'm like, no, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. I I gotta show them the red light. We gotta get on TV, you guys. And Stewart's like, that's not how you get on TV. <laughs> Oh my god. Stuart's like, that's not how you get on TV. I'm like, yeah, it is, man. He's like, we're not going to get on TV with that traffic signal. I was like, that, this is how you get on TV, Stuart. He's like, no, it's not. This isn't how you get on TV. I was like, watch. So Stuart and I are arguing, like, I'm dragging this giant red, red light out of the car. And we're walking up to Steve Kraft. And they're, they're, I think they're, like, in the middle writing something or in the middle of doing something. Now back before I even like appreciated journalism or even understood what the hell. So this is before, this is prior to like excellent grades. This is high school bling, skateboarding bling. This is, I don't have to worry about grades because I'm going to be a professional skateboarder bling. And it didn't, never happen. So I think I like interrupted something because I was like, oh, oh, hey, Steve Kraft. And he, he kind of just like glanced at me, like stop talking or like you just ruined this. So Steve, Steve Kraft gives me this look like you guys are bothering us go away and I was like oh hey Steve uh look at this and I was like we were just there we were in the we were in that that whole disaster over there we just came out of that he's like stop bothering us and I was like hold on Steve look at this and then he like puts his hand over the mic and he's like wait were you guys really over there and Stuart's all serious he's like yeah we were so Steve's like okay hang on hang on so Steve like tells the camera guy and stuff, and he's like, "Get, get back in the car. We gotta talk. I gotta talk to these guys. We're gonna we're gonna do this differently." <laughs> it's so cool. So he's like, "Okay, so here's what we're gonna do." He's like, "I'm gonna hold this light up. I'm gonna say this is this is the aftermath and stuff." And he's talking about it. And I was like, "Okay, okay." And he's like, "And then I'm gonna start asking you some questions. Like, were you scared?" <laughs> it was so rad. We got on TV. Stewart got on TV. That is how you get on TV, Stuart, see? <clears throat> it was cool. Because I remember, like, yelling, just like that freaking kid, when I was at Stuart's house. We finally get to Stuart's house. Well, I'll finish the story with Steve Kraft here. So he's like, you guys are really there? Stuart's like, yeah, we were. It was very scary. And so he's like, okay, gives us the rundown. This is what we're going to do. <clears throat> and that's what he did. Steve Kraft, journalist. And he's like, yeah, we're just driving back here from the skate park, and there's all this rain, and then, like, uh, all of a sudden there's a flash, like, whoa. It was like that uh, surfer guy. <laughs> whoa, and it was like, it's pitted, it was so pitted. Ah, whoa, and just was like, ah. And there's like a flash of lightning, I was like, Stuart, I can't hear. And it was like, there's sparks over here. Oh, look at this red light. That was me, and I was like jumping in Stuart's house when I saw it. I was like, yes, we made it on TV. We made it on TV. We watched ourselves on TV. We saw it. We saw the broadcast. We made it back to Stewart's house in time. 
with Stuart's interview was cool because he was all like goofy and stuff and like he didn't he's like that's not you get on tv and then we we're arguing about it and then all of a sudden he's on tv and he's like talking to steve kraft he's like were you scared and Stuart's like yes very very scared and we we're cheering and i remember i like yelled in their house it must have been like almost 11 o'clock at night i remember Stuart's dad just kind of gave me that look and i was like oh shit i just yelled out i was like i couldn't control it sorry like a freaking kid Meanwhile, I think we still had Tommy with us. <laughs> yeah, we just had this kid with us. And I was like, oh, Tom's like, hey, we gotta get home. I gotta go home. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we gotta take Tommy home. So I think well, we already dropped off Stuart. So I go zip over to Tommy's house. His mom was pissed. His mom was so pissed because she didn't know me. I knew Tommy just fine. And he knew me just fine. We skate, whatever. But like his mom didn't know me and so she was pissed and so i had to give her like my home phone number or something so she had to call my mom and like yeah it was a it was kind of an ordeal with tommy's mom for a second there because she was mad about it and she's yeah i mean we, we put him in harm's way but at the same time we were taking him home he asked for a ride i wasn't trying to hey tommy you in the car we didn't freaking kidnap him he needed a ride home and it was like pouring rain. I was like, yeah, jump in, let's go. How am I supposed to know that there's gonna be a freaking microburst next to Target? Or next to, um, is it called Sun Valley? Sun, Sun Valley School over there? On Southern and Lindsay, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was gonna be a freaking microburst. How could I? I'd have to be from the future to know that. I, like I remember like the next day, the next week, I think he, he got grounded. We didn't see him skating for a minute. But the next week, yeah, next week, Tommy shows up and he's like, hey, Bling. I'm like, yeah, man, what's up? He's like, um, I can't get rides home with you anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. Like, I, yeah, it's okay. He's like, you have to call my mom first if, I'm, if you're gonna give me a ride. And I was like, yeah. So I felt really bad about it. That's why I, I, mean, I remember it so well, cause I was like, damn, I think I got Tommy in trouble. Like not even on purpose or like not even, <laughs> I don't know. I felt really bad about that. I know his mom was pissed. And like, she didn't trust me or something. And like, yeah, she thought, probably thought I was just like racing around. I tried to get us home safely, you know? And I did. And I did. I succeeded in that. Fucking kid, man. No, and I remember Tommy's mom. <clears throat> yeah, she was really pretty. I was like 17 or 18 probably, right? I think I was, yeah. So, like she looked like she was like a stewardess. She was a flight attendant, I think. I think she really was. But she, she was really pretty, like really pretty. I felt really bad for Tommy. Cause I did not mean to get him in trouble. I just felt really bad. Cause like he, he didn't show up at the skate park. And like when I did see him, like the next time I saw him, he like the first thing he's like, um, hey bling. Like he was like nervous about it. Like I can't get rides home unless you call my mom first. Here's, this is, this is my mom's number. She said to keep it in your car in case there's another emergency. And I was like, yeah, man, you said you're good. We'll do that. No, he was cool. He had like a he was a tall, taller kid. He had a pretty good, a pretty good style. I don't think his name was Tommy. I gave a lot of people nicknames at the skate park. I just started calling people names. I started calling him Tommy for some reason. I don't know what his name was, but I've given given. I've given people nicknames. One was Mutt. He looked like a dog, kind of. I just called him Mutt, and it wasn't like Mutt, like. Like that, he just looked like a dog. And, and everyone called him Mutt and he liked it. 
he, he did. And I don't really remember his name. Uh, this other kid kind of had this Andrew Reynolds kind of style. I used to just call him Reynolds. There was Gay Dad. Yeah, my nickname for him was Gay Dad. After the band. After the band. Yeah, there's a band called Gay Dad, and they're not bad. There's, their music was not bad back then. It wasn't even bad. So I call him Gay Dad. What do we have? Some screaming? Let's get over there. Get over there. Preemptively, we're going to get some screaming, I'm pretty sure. It's going to go wild here. The kid just doesn't get it. They, they, someone's just gotta be there to like, put their hand over his mouth. Every single time he raises his voice, you have to put your hand over his mouth. He's not gonna like it, he's gonna stop raising his voice. But he's he's been screaming for over a year now, probably, and... Like, no one cared for the longest time. They, they were having screaming competitions where him and whoever his look-alike, one of those litter of children, and they harmonize with each other. And one would take it higher than the next, and they just have, like, vocal competitions. Like, who, like, yeah. America's got talent out here, except these kids with freaking severe brainstem. He's not gonna learn unless there's, like, some, like, quick punishment. Quick penalties. It doesn't have to be beatings. I'm not talking about beatings. Just every single time, he starts to yell, just... There has to be something so he, he can connect to the cognitive behavior. Oh, wait, we almost had it. Get over there, get over there. <laughs> Damn it, we missed it. We were, we were kind of onto it. We missed it. Damn it. Damn it. No, someone has to do something. That's a bad kid. Just a freaking bad kid. I don't know, I don't know how you get, I don't know. So, <clears throat> welcome to Bling's therapist chair, therapist couch. I'm your therapist, Bling. When it comes to cognitive behavioral therapy and exposure therapy, um, you're talking about reward, rewarding behavior, and um, penalizing bad disruptive behavior immediately i mean you could call it nanny 911 is that what the show was called welcome to bling's therapist couch on today's session we're just gonna close our eyes and try and relax and listen to the screams of that freaking kid non-freaking stop as like they're telling him to be quiet and he just keeps yelling Well, whatever, yeah, that's not... That kid's gonna scream forever for the rest of his life. And it sucks because he's, he lacks the... the so, he's gonna lack the social skills to really kind of excel in, in life because he's... Because there's too many brothers and sisters. He has too many brothers and sisters and he's been neglected out there 
yelling and screaming for an entire year to where now he, it's habit for him. He, that's what he does. That's his job is to just make other lives miserable and sever their freaking brain stems with this strange frequency. It's like Havana syndrome over here. Oh, I, I can feel he's gonna he's gonna freaking high pitch right now. And I hate that kid though. I really do. There's no trying to like make excuses or rationalize it or compartmentalize anything. I freaking hate that kid. I'm gonna try and flip him off anytime I any chance I get. Like in a creative way though. And so his parents don't see. It's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just talking. I'll hold my phone. <laughs> what? <laughs> just flipping them off. No, I wasn't flipping. I wasn't, no, I wasn't flipping off your child. No. Your, your misbehaving child who's been doing this shit for like months and months. No, no, I didn't flip him off. No, I was flipping you off. You have, you, there has to be like a immediate consequences here guys this is bling's freaking therapy this is on the couch with bling you guys this is this session is for free this one is the first session is free next one's gonna cost you when you have so many freaking kids and he's running wild it's feral children kids having kids like the, if it's something to where he can't control it you you have to have someone kind of there babysitting him or like honestly and if he if there can't be someone just standing over there babysitting him to put your hand over his mouth when he starts hitting these, when he starts just yelling, then you can't be outside or you gotta go somewhere else. Cause it's gone on for too long and it's just way too loud. And it's just all the time. No one can think, the other night it was like 10.30 at night. It was. I was like, what the hell, is he still screaming out there? It was nuts. I don't know, but if there's 12 kids, and there's like a 13th sneaking in every, every now and then. Yeah, him and that other kid, the 13th kid, are swapping places or something. Disappearing into this inn. Oh, we missed it. Ah, oh, dang it. I was over, I was just over here, walking back and forth. Now we're walking back and forth. Come on. Like, there's multiple people, I'm sure, around here. And this is a Saturday, so there's not even as many people around as there was whatever night that was. Shit's ridiculous, though. Shit's so out of hand. Like, it's just out of hand. I I hate that kid. I hate him. Like, enough is enough. Someone has to do something or say something. Jesus Christ. Every time I walk away, it's like... There he goes. He's gonna throw a tantrum watch. I'm not even looking, I can just sense it. I just know like the uh, the rhythm of things. That's not him. That's an actually well-behaved, freaking tame child. Yeah, that's a domesticated child. <laughs> that's a feral child that they have out there. There's 12 other brothers and sisters, there's 13. He's biting and scratching and I... We're not even looking out the window, we're by it. I can just tell. Because he'll be quiet for a little bit. That's how, that's how it works. 
like they're just telling him to be quiet right now. And he starts like being loud again. I don't get it. And there's other other kids I think in the alley. And they're all well behaved and I get that there's misbehaving misbehaved children. I get it. This is a, this is this is a wild child. This is a feral child. He's gonna throw a tantrum, I, I promise you he's going to. He's gonna freak out. I think, <clears throat> wait, we'll just talk about this freaking kid forever. I think part of the problem here is the, the kid uses that scream as attention. He has 12 other freak, there's a litter of kids in there, and there's a 13th one, so he needs attention too. And he's, over the past months, terrorizing the alley, and just driving everyone nuts, and ruining audio recordings, and... Uh, could, you, could you hold on, and now we gotta wait for this kid to stop screaming? Okay, take two. So he's... he's... He's learned, it's learned behavior. He's learned that that scream gets him attention, not punishment, or not penalties. It's not be. I'm not talking about beating anyone. There's there's punishments. There's consequences for yelling and screaming constantly. And we're telling him to be quiet, but he's learned. It's almost like crying wolf, but not really, because he's just gotten so used to it all his freaking other brothers and sisters parents yeah you know they're responsible so oh yeah oh how many kids do we have how many kids do we have babe it's like eight yeah we do babe how many kids we got now babes 12 yeah we do babe like come on uh but some people like will they don't use birth control. I've, I've, we're in Utah here, guys, so keep an open mind. We're in Salt Lake City. This is a promised land, okay? This is the place Brigham Young announced it when he came to the. There he is. Brigham Young announced this is the place. This is the promised land. We're here. There's a Jordan River here. It flows north. How many rivers do that? So Utah is a very unique and natural resource rich land to have a family this is the place Brigham Young circa 1847 as I came across the plains from Iowa Illinois He's gonna throw a freaking tantrum watch. Cause that's how he gets attention. And it's like the routine. <laughs> Did someone just yell shut up? Did someone just yell shut up? That's awesome. I'm getting there. I'm close. You guys getting hurt? I'm behind the blinds, so they couldn't, they don't, they just, well, who said that? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Sounded like it came from my window over there, but I, I don't know. I don't know who said that. I don't know who lives over there. 
He's gonna hit it. He's gonna throw a tantrum. Cause that's the routine. That's the... That's the role that he plays. It's like, okay, let's go get him. He's gonna scream. And I'll scream and mom comes over all the kids inside. Oh, we got all the other kids inside. We can't take care of this one. And the other kids get loose. The 13th one comes in. That's how many kids they have. It's like kids just get lost in there. People shouldn't have that many kids. I'm sorry. He's going to freak out. <clears throat> Don't worry. He will. He has to. He needs the attention. And it's a Saturday night too. You know, it's not even a school night. But it's like, yeah, let's deal with the tantrums, have him flip out. I freaking hate that kid so much. But you have, it's a promised land. Brigham Young declared it back in 1847. And you have, you, I don't know, you have some religious kooks. And you have some people that are kind of into religion. And they, they look at the like birth control and stuff. It's like, oh, it's not really. No, if, we, if, if she gets pregnant, she gets pregnant. That's what God intended. It's like, yeah, well, if you've already got 10, though, if you've already got 10 kids, maybe... It's like, no, 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 no. We don't bling. Your worldly ways, they're not our ways, okay? We might not be able to take care of eight of these kids. But we've got 10, yeah. And we're about to have two more. She's pregnant with twins. So that's what God wanted us to do. To replenish the earth. Right? Right, babe? <laughs> Not right, babe. She's like, yeah, babe. Yeah, babe, I got twins. Yeah, I'm pregnant with twins. We're gonna have 12 kids, babe. I think, yeah, maybe he's not gonna throw a tantrum, maybe. Nope, it's supposed to be soon. Every time I'm like tempted to walk away too. I'm like, no, stay, stay. Every time I walk away, it's like, that's when he freaks the fuck out. So we're gonna keep it rolling here. You guys get to enjoy the sounds of the alley and the street over there. I wouldn't doubt it if he's like starting to bite and scratch so. Well, <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, yeah. God damn it. <clears throat> I hate that kid so much. I knew it was going to happen. It's part of the routine. It's part of the role. He needs to put his hand over his mouth. Like, what, what's the problem here? What's the problem with that kid? He can't come inside or what? He doesn't want to do something? 
And he has to yell like that? Or what? What's the problem, really? What, why is there so much resistance here if you're the parents? Like, you're, you are in charge. It's whatever you say. It's not, there's no screaming, there's no... If he's got problems, he's got problems, right? I get that. But what's going on right now? Why are they allowing it to happen? Anyway. I don't care. I'm done with that. <clears throat> so, yeah, they're going to have 12... They already have 12 kids. Good for them. I have zero. Good for her. I mean, I don't know. We could try to make it into a... I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go over by the window. Let's, um, I'm gonna get this beer is good. Uh, yeah, let's go over there. And I understand it's not easy to have kids. It's not easy to have a pet. If a dog's always freaking barking. But you can't, even for a second, let the dog think or just have the dog do the same old thing. So they have to do something about that freaking kid. It's every single day, every single hour, every single minute. And I don't, like, I don't like kids. I don't hate kids. I don't like people. I don't usually hate people. But I freaking hate that kid. I hate that kid. I cannot stand that kid. Would I be able to pick him out in the pick him out in the lineup? No. Amongst his thirteen other brothers and sisters? No, I wouldn't be able to. At all. I'd be like, ah, oh, it's the one the one that's fast on the bike. Yeah. Blame would have been through this. We don't know which one that's it. The fast and slow one looks looks the same. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know who's doing it. But it's one of those little ones. kid can't be telling the parents what to do. He can't. He can't. That, that's the problem. I don't, if he has problems, he has problems. He, he does have problems, clearly. But he can't be in control here. Somebody needs to just put their hand over his mouth. Not suffocate him, no. no, no. I'm not talking about abuse. I'm not talking about physical abuse. I'm talking about, hey, look, you're being loud. I have to put my hand just gently over, to place it over your mouth to muffle the sound so it doesn't reverberate and bounce off the walls here and bug everybody else like it's been doing for hours on end. I'll gently, in a fatherly way, put my hand over your mouth. You can still breathe out of your mouth just fine. You can breathe out of your mouth even. But... You can't do that. <clears throat> and it's like, I'm in, the, I'm in control. I am the pet owner. This is more of a Caesar Milan kind of approach than dog whisper approach to things. I don't have kids, like I've said. Would you guys ever see The Pacifier starring, not The Rock, what's his name? Vin Diesel? What's his name? Uh, Vin Diesel, yeah. He has to do the Peter Panda dance, right? That's what, you, there's a routine that you do. There's a role that we all play. We have roles in our family, we have roles in life. This kid's role is to throw a tantrum every time you come inside. 
And the second that you give him, like you initiate, he starts to initiate this tantrum, right? Tonight, he's doing it. The second he starts to initiate that tantrum, you have to just, like my mom used to do, in the, in the clothing rack, the target, the retractable claws come out. She would do it over your shirt so there's no marks. Yep, yeah. <clears throat> That's what she would do on purpose. Yeah, there's no marks. What are those kids and their ideas? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Grab him by the arms hard. No, I did not. Just Wolverine his ass. My mom's like, look, my nails are just, yeah, my nails are just normal. Yeah, this one's actually broken, you know, the file this one down there. And the cops are like, all right, all right, yeah, the kids are lying, aren't they? All right, lady, you keep taking good care of your kids. And I was like, yeah, I'll see you cops later. And meanwhile, like, me and my brothers are all, like, just nursing our arms because mom just wolverine our ass when we're in the clothing racks at Target. It's the same Target over on Gilbert and Southern, yeah. I used to just get a bag of popcorn, get a couple ICs, straight to the clothing racks. And my mom knew it, too. But that was a routine. And she knew how to... She, it's almost like she did it on purpose. Because it's like, okay, here's what's going to happen. We're going to get the bags of popcorn and the ICs. We're going to go to the clothing racks. We're going to wolverine their ass. And then they're going to have one hand on the cart the entire rest of the time. And we're going to have the best time in Target. And so my mom might have just freaking sabotaged us and set us up. Yeah, she, she it was entrapment. <laughs> That's what it was. <coughs> Excuse me, it was entrapment. So that's what my mom's intention was going into it. She wanted us to misbehave right off the bat so she could wolverine her ass and we'd behave the rest of the time. And we would behave the rest of the time, just nursing our arms. If there was never any real, no, there was never any, it was a consequence. It was a consequence for our, for our misbehaving. And it was immediate or at least as immediate as it could be. But this kid, <clears throat> he, he, he's not allowed to play at the playground or whatever the alley anymore, or wherever they are, I don't even know. There's all these walls and stuff, and it bounces off the echoes. And... But you have to like go somewhere else and do this routine somewhere else. I know people complained, I know they're trying to get on top of it, but they're slowly trying to get it back to normal to where they don't have to watch him and he can just do wherever, whatever, whatever he's doing, like last time, and just scream. He would just scream everywhere, everywhere. You have no idea where he's at. I freaking hate that kid so freaking much, man. <clears throat> and I always wonder, like, I mean, I mentioned this before, but like, what if he didn't, what if mom and dad never met at high school prom? And they never had that. Well, he's probably like the eighth child, probably seventh, seventh or eighth child. You know, dad and mom's brilliant ideas. Hey, however, however many kids the Lord wants us to have, that's how many we're going to have. Take the 12, though. You guys don't need 12 kids. No one does. Two's all right. How about if the Lord. Does it have to be up to the Lord, though? Couldn't you guys, in modern medicine, you guys take medicine, right? Like, no, bling, bling. <laughs> that's not our, that's not what we believe in. All right, okay, well, you're 
and your kid is causing kind of like he's being kind of annoying for the rest of us here. So if you guys can maybe the twins, if you guys can watch over them, make sure they don't grow up like their older eighth brother, the millionth freaking brother. But I really am looking at it from like a pet perspective. And if, if you're gonna train an animal, like Caesar and Juan, Caesar, Caesar and Juan, Caesar, if you're going to train these dogs in a way that's suitable for the owner, that's what you have to do. You don't let the dog be in control. You are the dumb, you are the leader of the pack as the parents. This is the second installment of, I'm gonna tell you how to take care of your kids. I'm gonna tell you how to take care of dogs too. Caesar Malone. Did you ever see that episode where he got bit? The dog whisperer got freaking straight up bit, dude. Bad. Like, even the dog whisperer got caught off guard on that one. He, the dog bit his hand. I don't know if it was bad. I, oh, I'm sure there's blood or something. Blood is probably drawn. But he's doing it for attention. It's pretty. It's pretty evident. It's evidently clear. We can try and keep it calm until the cows can pump the cow. We. We can keep it going until the cows come home. If you want this podcast, I doubt we're going to go to uh, we're going to go to the store actually tonight, not Seven Eleven. But I doubt we're going to make it that far tonight. All right, let's get over there. Okay. He's already he's already thinking that he's in control. It's the same routine. Like. At this point, it sucks though. It sucks that I'm like right here, I have to deal with it every day after blood sucking day. Yep, just like everything else. You now lately, I've been thinking, oh, I should probably write that. I should probably write that story, huh? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I sold my laptop. I think I'm gonna buy a MacBook Air though first like a, a small one and then i'll buy the big gpu good gpu uh 16 inch later that's the plan here um i think tonight oh probably tomorrow i'm gonna start exploring some just uh, different avenues here but you you can't allow that to happen and someone has to like we're just uh cat bag them you gotta cat bag them get a really heavy blanket, a thick blanket. And then just, hey, it's time to go inside, kid. And then just bag him, get him. You like, you, he's pretty small, I'm pretty sure. I don't they're all the same size. Like what, two and a half feet? Right around two and a half feet. But get like, go to the store, buy a 13 pound of potatoes, Empty those potatoes out, get the bag. It's time for kid to come inside. No, there's no argument. We're freaking throw him in this potato bag. You know, throw him over our shoulder, just like Santa Claus. Old Saint Nick. Yeah, we got some presents and <laughs> a bag full of gifts. Who wants a screaming child? Not me. It's kind of funny though. When I was a kid growing up, you could trick or treat, no problem. 
I think my dad for sure was like, yeah, you kids go out and stay out late, okay? Don't get any flashlights, all right? Stay out as late as you want and walk in the middle of the street, okay? You, you kids have fun trick-or-treating. He's like, thanks, dad. He's like, don't worry about coming home too late. Like, you guys stay out as late as you want. And wear dark clothes, <laughs> no reflective gear. And try and, try and walk next to the busy streets if you can. We'll do, dad. Have fun at the bar. Dad's like, yeah, we'll definitely, we'll do. Yeah, see you later, Dad. <laughs> that's that's how it was trick or treating back then. As for me, you know. These days, it's like you have these. Okay, there's a there's a lot I want to talk about here in this third segment. Now, the first thing is kidnapping, like trick or treating, kidnapping. I talked about Tommy earlier. It's like his mom <laughs> thinks I'm freaking kidnapping or something. But no, it gives you. We got, yeah, caught in the microburst. But when it comes to trick-or-treating these days, in my opinion, I do not want to freaking... Your kids stay the hell... I'll give them candy. Fine. But I'm not trying to get some more germs in here. No one's trying to steal your freaking... <laughs> why would you steal... Why would anyone kidnap that? He's screaming all the time. It's like, freaking kid's defective. Give them back. No one wants more headaches. No one wants more problems. So no one's trying to kidnap your freaking misbehaving kids. No one's trying to kidnap your well-behaved kids. At least not on Halloween. At least not... Yeah. So there's that. Like, that's my perspective of things. No one's trying to kidnap your freaking kids. You know, like... Here's, here's another thing, too. Before I get into the second part of the... No, actually, I'll, I'll finish the second part. There's that. No one wants to kidnap your kids. It just can't just be quiet. But there's also the myth. I'm pretty sure it's a myth. I mean, it probably happened at some point, but mostly it's a myth. I mean, anything can happen at any point in any time, like over the course of history, just by freaking random chance. But Nobody is giving out drugs in candy. Every, every single drug dealer that I've known, the first one's free, sure, yeah, but then you gotta pay up, yeah. Whoa, ooh, sorry about that. Oops, oops, Daisy. First one's free, then you gotta pay up. But no one's giving out free stuff to strangers. Why would they do that? No one's freaking trying to drug random children things happen yes okay that's why Tylenol bottles and whatever have the safety thing and the seal and stuff yeah I know weird shit happens sometimes by chance random chance but like overall I've never known a drug dealer just like hey it's Halloween all these kids are gonna come by let's get rid of our, our supply all of our inventory just for no no one's gonna pay us and we'll get in trouble they'll know exactly which house to <laughs> If they got sick on, and then our whole operation's freaking ruined. Yeah, I don't think any anyone's giving out drugs for Halloween. Yeah, if they are, shit, I never got any. Like that's the house you go to. That's the one they handed out for free on Halloween. Okay, that's the one we're going to. We're gonna go back around. You would do that for a full size candy bar. You can try and like 
swap costumes even with somebody. I gotta go back over. I gotta get that. That's a, they're giving out full size Snickers over there. Let's get over that. We gotta get the full size Snickers. That's what you would do, and you would do it. So when you're in your teenage years, trick or treating for the last time, and you've never found that house that everyone always talked about, your mom always warned you about. Like, yeah, don't make sure to check your candy. Don't want any drugs. It's like, no, mom, we do want some drugs, but we've never found that house. It doesn't exist. You go down every neighborhood you want. No one's giving out free drugs, man. Not the kids, not like that, not on Halloween. Not where, no, not where I was at. Not even close. I have one time, though, I was about six years old at Keno Junior High. And I was in about like yeah, kindergarten. So I had a half day of, anyway, long story short, these two girls come, they're running around the track. And these two girls come over, she's like, hey, you guys want some drugs? To me and my friend Justin. And Justin's like, no. And I was like, wait, what? What's that? And I was six, man. And she's like, you guys want some drugs? I didn't have sisters growing up. So I was, that's kind of awkward and weird around girls. But for some reason, like this girl, I was like, wait, what? Like, I was like kind of curious, I guess. It was the tantrum, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. They can't get, they can't, it shouldn't have even got to here. Your, your hand has to, yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's dying, I don't know. I mean, just give me a break. The same routine. Six years old, getting offered drugs and being curious about it. But I could kind of tell she was kidding. <laughs> the kid just said, shut up. Should I chime in? Kids are wild, man. I mean, you could tell, like, he is just misbehaving. He's gonna throw a tantrum, and he does every night, and they're gonna let him do it. It was weird, though, because I, I didn't have sisters, but I, was, I could tell she was kidding, almost like in a sisterly way. And I put my hand out, she's like, you guys want some drugs? And I put my hand out. But all it ended up being was just those little, like, 
it's the rings on the like a like a, a water bottle like just a regular like Dasani water bottle filtered water it's not the that's not the lid it's like the other ring below the lid the like where the seal kind of anyway she had two of them and she put them in my hand and Justin was like, I don't want those. No, we don't want drugs. And I was like, they're, I don't think they're drugs. Let's look at them though. Let's, let's try to eat them and see and find out. Hold on. We've got a domestic disturbance. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in the special third segment. We're coming around in the corner here at the end and we've got a domestic disturbance outside. Listen in. See, this is a perfect example. <laughs> this is a perfect example of an opportunity to cat bag someone, to cat bag a child. Get the potatoes out, like I said this. Get the potato bag. And the reason why, I think the reason why they're not going inside is there's too many freaking kids inside. But they have to do something about that kid. He's gonna have some messed up social skills when it comes to like communicating. And it's gonna, he's gonna, his, his growth is going to be stunted, but not in a physical way. His ability to communicate effectively is going to be stunted, the growth to do that. Uh, he's going to be behind, and he's going to rely on screaming and yelling for attention and not, maybe not even literally in his, in his life later on. He might be, he might grow up to be well-behaved and somewhat reserved and quiet. I doubt it, but there's a possibility. <laughs> I think that kid just said bye. That's awesome. There's like a bully kid out there. I think the bully kid, the well, the well-behaved bully kid, I think his parents are the one that, that like made a big deal about it the other night because it was out of control the other night those two kids like not the bully kid and the, you know. hey everyone thanks for tuning in this bling Vera podcast where i tell you how to take care of your kids and we talk about other stuff too and i appreciate you uh, listening well his progress is going to be stunted it doesn't really have to be like communicating with other kids but his the way that he communicates is not good right now he might outgrow it sure once he gets more socialized and stuff but he's not, he's not going to get more socialized if he continues to behave like that. I mean, it's pretty clear to me right now. I mean, even me, I have the same feelings. I, I don't, there's no fault of everyone else that's making judgments right now. Because I'm right on, right with them. Nobody likes that family right now. Nobody does. There's not one person at all around here that likes the kid in the alley that makes that noise guarantee you if I hate that kid everyone else does too if it happens to me like yeah we're at scale we're going everyone else does let's go that's what this is here so I feel kind of bad like that has to be kind of an awkward feeling like everyone's everyone's listening everyone's looking at my freaking bad kid but as someone without kids and 
kind of going down with like a play-by-play -play of how to take care of your kids, which I don't have. Yeah, that's how you take care of your kids. Well, I talked about when my mom smacked me in the face when I was four, after I said, oh my God. And I never said, oh my God, around my mom again. I didn't say it for decades or years probably after that. If it one time, it wasn't, it wasn't a hard smack. It was just enough to let me know it's not okay. And it wasn't like a, a battle of who's in charge and who's not. It was a Caesar Milan, like, I'm the pack leader. That's, yeah, my mom smacked me in the face. It's not okay to say that. You know, son of a bitch is what I would say a lot when I was fishing. <laughs> yeah, I had a, uh, I think it was probably grandma came over and told me that's not okay to say that either. <laughs> yeah, someone else's freaking grandma. Because fish, uh, these little bluegills kept getting off the hook. I couldn't catch these little freaking bluegills. I'd catch them for a second, but they'd get off. Dude, I must have been like five. I was just yelling, son of a bitch. <laughs> next to the water. Yeah, and she's like, uh, it's not okay to say that. Like, oh, sorry. Sorry. It's weird, like, it. it's a very vivid memory. It's very, uh, I can remember it quite well, it seems like. And that was a long-ass time ago. A long-ass time ago. But I'm kind of interested in seeing what these microphones picked up. Because, not so much for the screaming, no, I hate that. Sometimes I'm listening to these shows on, with my headphones on. I can hear them in the back, and it makes me like, it's distracting for me. So I'm trying to listen to it, and it's like, I can hear the freaking kid in the back. I, like, I couldn't hear him screaming when I was making the show, and I can still freaking hear him through the headphones. So I'm kind of curious to know, like, if I picked up the, hey, shut up. And if the, if I picked up the other kid yelling, bye. <laughs> what a bully. The other kid, the bully kid out there, I think they're the same age. Um, or at least close to it, same height. All those kids are the same height. Kids in the alley, man. But I, I've seen, or I've heard, he'll like, go by on a scooter or a bike and he'll start like screaming at the he'll be mocking that kid like the screaming kid and then the screaming kid will start to like they'll do a little screaming competition the screaming kid doesn't realize like he's being made fun of kind of so he just starts screaming <laughs> the other kid's just like sucker he's like no you're stupid and he's going at it still they, they didn't take him inside they didn't cat bag him I would have cat bagged him it's time to cat bag that kid. That'd be tough, though, as a parent. I think about it like a dog all the time. The dog wouldn't stop barking, but if it, would, if it wouldn't stop barking, like, okay, let's go for a walk in the park, I'll take you over here so no one has to listen to it forever. And people are yelling, shut up, out of their window. They're sick of it, though. I am, too. What do you do, though? Make sure to like and subscribe and leave a message in the comments down below. Like, what do you do in this situation? Well, you have to, yeah, I already know what to do in this situation. Dog whisperer. You have to be the pack leader and you can't let them get away with it. Just, even for a second, just smack you in the face. You can get beat. Like my mom used to beat me.
And a kid, man. And I, I kind of wonder too, like, as far as relationships and stuff go, and like, that couple's marriage, I'm sure with 12 kids, it's probably pretty hard as it is. But when you have this one that just can't stop, I said, I think I said Sudafed in one of the episodes. I, what I meant to say was Benadryl. Benadryl is what I was thinking of. Hey, all the other kids are blending in, I guess. But this one's throwing tantrums. Get some Benadryl, babe. Hey, babe, you want to get some Benadryl for our eighth kid? Sure, babe. Hey, pregnant babe with twins, you want to go? You want to get some Benadryl for our other misbehaving kid? Yeah, babe. Hell yeah, babe. But I, I, I still wonder, like, why this particular alley here, why this particular studio, and why that particular couple, why this particular kid? I'll never know. I know it's going to be a boring show, because I'm talking about that freaking kid. I talked about eBay in the beginning. I can talk about eBay forever. Glasses, fishing, skateboarding, eBay. What do you guys want to talk about? Anyone of those pick? I'm going to Thanksgiving dinner with you as a, as a hot date. Who do you want me to sit by, your grandma? Who do you want me to, who is the, who do you want me to preoccupy the entire time? Like, I want to just sit by grandma. Okay, what do you want me to talk about? What's, she, what's grandma into? It's like, we don't know. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll talk about glasses then. We'll talk about bifocals. We'll talk about progressive lenses. We'll talk about single vision lenses. We'll talk about presbyopia. You guys know what presbyopia is? It's a common misconception that you'll never experience presbyopia in your later years, typically around 40 years of age. The onset of presbyopia can ha occur uh, even before 40. It depends on genetics, uh, location, sometimes even sun exposure, you know? If you're in Phoenix, the onset of presbyopia can happen much faster than it, than it would in a place where it's a little bit more cloudy or not as warm even. But the, the mainly it's the ultraviolet radiation that uh, causes the deterioration of those muscles to be able to focus on things up close and afar. Just like anything else on your body, uh, it's 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 a your eye is a muscle mostly, and just like in in your later years, you know, your legs might still look pretty good, pretty girlish, even on you know on a guy girlish figure, hideous face, but you still might have some nice legs, but you can kind of, it's not you can run all you want, you can walk all you want, you can sulk around and just mope around all you want trying to exercise those legs but it's not like when you're skateboarding it's a little bit it's a little loose there same with your eyes so typically you're going to have single vision lenses you have farsighted you're going to have nearsighted but in your older age those muscles start to atrophy deteriorate ultraviolet radiation could be you know diet uh, if you have diabetes uh, blood sugar it can really affect the way that you focus. So it's important to eat right and make sure that you're wearing sunglasses or something with 100% UV protection. Even some, most contacts actually, I think nowadays, will offer uh, ultraviolet 
protection over your eyes to to keep them healthy. Uh, with CR39 lenses, you don't have that ultraviolet protection. You have to get a coating on those. But <clears throat> when it comes to materials like polycarbonate or Tribex, you would have that ultraviolet radiation protection built into lens. Polycarbonate lenses are probably gonna cost you a little bit more. However, they're a lot more durable and you know, you, you wanna take care of your eyes. So there's that. That being said, when it comes to making the decision on whether or not to go from a single vision lens that you've been used to, to a bifocal lens or progressive lens, a no-line bifocal, Progressive lenses, it's a, it's a no-line bifocal. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, there's not too many people that wear line bifocals these days. The technology behind polycarbonate lenses, as, as well as no-line bifocals, it's, it's pretty advanced. It's pretty advanced. So is it worth it? That's up to you. That's your call. Uh, if, if you want my advice or if you want my opinion, it's more of my opinion because everyone's going to have a different, they're going to react differently to different materials and they're also going to react differently to different uh, no-line bifocal lens manufacturers. So uh, what you're going to have is you're going to have a distance vision for long distance, then you're gonna have a, a, an intermediate. <laughs> Freaking kids, stop! I'm trying to sell some lenses here. I'm trying to sell some lenses after this exam. They'll stop it. You're ruining a sale. You're gonna have some distance there, and you're also gonna have an intermediate area. Then you're gonna have up close, and that's where it's gonna. If it's your first time getting a no line bifocal, it's gonna be a little bit tricky getting that sweet spot. You're gonna have what's called swim and you're gonna have like a little bit of a, uh it's gonna seem kind of blurry at first but there's a corridor different lens manufacturers will have a wider corridor or a more narrow corridor some are more expensive some are less expensive some have you know like a lot more tech involved some are like digital digitally uh manufactured in the, in the process so it's, it's exact to what this prescription is that I'm giving you right now. Uh, it'll be very accurate to this exam that I've had, but that's up to you again. It will, we'll have you get some, we'll have you try them out, but you can talk to the opticians out there and they'll get you set up. And then if it's bothering you at all, or we'll get, get figure it out, figure out what lens works. And then we can go from there and figure out what you want to do, but I think you're a pretty good candidate here to maybe explore. I know, I know. It, it happens to everybody though. Presbyopia, it's not, you're not old. Sometimes it just, the onset of presbyopia can happen a little bit sooner than others. I mean, some people are lucky enough to, to be able to wear single vision lenses. They'll just take their glasses off and then when they read up close, but that intermediate range, you're gonna be missing out on it. So it's up to you, really. And 
you know, we're not gonna, the lens manufacturers here at this office, they don't, we can, we can try it a couple times. If you don't like the no-line button or you don't like that particular brand, we can put you another pair and try that out. We can do it a couple times and it's not really gonna cost, like you don't have to buy a pair of lenses every single time. It's pretty much gonna be that upfront cost. And then we, could, we can try and fine tune it. But if it doesn't work out, just, just know you're not, you're not locked into it. You're not chained to it. It's whatever you're comfortable with. And it's, it's whatever you see best with, you know? That's what, that's what we want. So don't feel like you have to wear progressive lenses. But after the exam here today, I think you're a pretty good candidate for, yeah, for some progressive lenses. But you're not old. No, you look good. You look great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. That's, uh, I'm a, I'm a certified optician. I told you guys, <clears throat> that was on the fly. Thank you. Let's go grab that beer. I left it over there. I think the kid's done. Do you have any other questions for me before I turn you loose out here to the girls? Well, look at Jen. No, these girls have great style. Look at you set up in a pair of glasses that you're going to be happy with. No, you're, you're going to look young. You're, you're going you're gonna to be very happy with. They have a great sense of style. They're going to just set, set up. And so we're going to give this over to Kathy. She's uh, here. Kathy, I recommend some some no one bifocals here. Maybe some Verilox or uh, probably some. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're still trying to figure out whether it's going to be polycarbonate, but I think. Her prescription's not too heavy. Yeah, we don't have to do a high index on this one, so yeah, I think uh, polycarbonate's gonna work. I mean, transition's a good idea, too. If, you had, if you're into that when the sun comes in, it's not a polarized lens. The difference between that is you're gonna have uh, vertical and horizontal reflections, like wavelengths. They're gonna come off the water, so a uh, horizontal reflection that comes, well, anyway, are you fishing now? You're not into fishing? Okay, we'll have to take care of it, and yeah, I recommend some of that. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Trying to sell some transitions there too. Trying to get the uh, the retail sales there. Get her a little spiff and some bonuses at the end of the month. <clears throat> it's been a while. I mean, I haven't I haven't talked glasses for a long time like that. It's been a while, but it's there. Yeah, it's what happens when you get that certification you get your uh, optician's license it doesn't go away that's a knowledge that it's go it stays yeah get it and keep it use it or lose it oh we've got some surprises some surprised faces in the audience there bling are you being serious you know what you're talking about uh yeah So the kid got put away. I think, I think they finally freaking cat bagged the kid. And then when you know it, right when they get rid of the kid, okay, now the dog's not, and now the dog start, stops barking. Well, the dog, the dog stopped barking. Okay, well, we're gonna try and catch the dog. There it is. There he is. Let's go with it. Go with it. <laughs> Little bonus here. Well, what, what's the right lens choice? the kid, bring in the dog. Have the kid quiet down. Let's get the dog in there. Just fucking everyone's so pissed right now. Everyone's so fucking pissed.